One, two, three. Hallelujah. Clap for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's all be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And let's pray before we get into this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for blessing us to be here again. Lord, we're here. We're hungry. We're hungry for truth. We know that they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And so we ask that you fill us up yet again this morning. And we bind the work of the devil. We bind distractions. We decree and declare. We establish by faith that this word will go forth and accomplish that which you sent it to. We thank you. And we surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Church said amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. Look at your name and say, get your Bible out. Okay, so we are uh, just, you know, in this situation where we have an opportunity to receive what God has for us. And we just go ahead and uh, continue on and progress. I want to preach this message this morning entitled, The Power of a Christian. The Power of a Christian. You will hear us say things and uh, there will be some, um, I wouldn't necessarily call them. We do have our, there are some word of life isms, you know, where we'll say stuff the way we say it is a certain way. Like, you know, we say, well, I'm experiencing a healing. You know what I mean? That's different. We don't say, hey, I'm sick. We say, oh, I'm experiencing a healing. Or, you know, we got our little things like that. But really there are some themes and some themes that we are consistent with and that we stick to. And it's really about that empowerment, right? The empowerment, like it says, even on our our slogan, saving the lost and empowering the believer. I remember being saved, but I wasn't empowered. Amen. You guys ever uh, say I was saved, but I mean, I gave my life to Jesus, but there was some stuff I just didn't know. Well, there's some empowerment that you have to learn about because, you know, the devil will know you're saved. And you say, you're saved. I can't change that, but let me go ahead and help you get to heaven. <laughs> Come on. Let me help you get out of here and help you get on to heaven a lot sooner. Amen. So that you don't impact someone else. And this is what's important for us to know is when I become a believer, think about the way Jesus did this. Jesus would encounter people. He would touch them. He would empower them. And then there were times where he would have to tell them, don't tell nobody. Why? Because they were so quick to go rush and tell. Now, what was the reason? It wasn't that Jesus was trying to be kept a secret. He already knew as soon as they opened their mouth. I'm going to have a whole bunch of more people. (laughs) Well, this is the way we should live as believers. We ought to be expecting as soon as I open my mouth. Come on, I'm going to have a whole bunch of people trying to follow me. Right. And that's why we said we don't keep our Christian life a secret. And. We don't. And and the example I just gave about Jesus, the reason that was so effective is because people had visible change. Come on, look at your name and say, you're going to have to have visible change. You can't just be like, I'm a Christian. And everybody's like, "Okay, good. But you need to have visible change. It's like I was lost. But now I'm found. Come on, somebody. I was blind. Come on, y'all in here with me. 
Come on. I used to be depressed, but, but then I met Jesus. Uh, can I get amen? I used to be broke. Come on. But then I learned about kingdom principles regarding finances. Come on. And so there's a change and there's a difference. And all of a sudden people start to notice you. And so I want to emphasize the power of a Christian. Go to John 1. John 1. And now always at this church, everything is going to be ordered by the Holy Ghost. So you come in from the songs all the way to pre-prayer. It's going to line up and they don't even know what I'm preaching. But that's the Holy Ghost. And so you just be a part of that. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So stop right there. We're going to do a quick cross reference to and we'll come right back to this text. We'll go to first John five, seven. So this is just foundational stuff. This is what we believe. This is what we're standing on. So 1 John 5, 7, he says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And so this is the Trinity. We, in this church, believe in the Trinity. Amen? That is a triune God expressing himself in three persons. Amen. And so we know there are three that bear record in heaven. The father, that's father, God, the word, the word is another name for Jesus. Amen. And then we'll, when we get back to our text, we can see how it comes together, but the word and the Holy ghost. And so these three are one. Now let's go back to John one. So John one in the beginning was the word, which we could say in the beginning was Jesus. Y'all okay with this? Come on. So uh, come on, look at your neighbor. Just say in the beginning was Jesus. Okay. And so let's just read it out and say, and Jesus was with God. Come on, don't, don't be this thing. You ain't going to get in no trouble by no religious police. You, you could say this stuff. You can, I, listen, I'm under the authority of God. I'm giving you permission. You say, I don't know, Pastor. I don't know if I could switch that word like that because I don't want to sound like I'm. In the beginning was Jesus. Come on, y'all say that. In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. Y'all okay with that? See, now that right there is going, that will set you apart from a lot of people. That's where the dividing line comes with religion. They don't know what to do with Jesus. Now, if you're comfortable with that, then you understand. And so I'm just helping you to know that word, word is referring to Jesus. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Next verse. The same was in the beginning with God. This is all about the deity of Christ. And things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. See, that's letting you know Jesus. Yeah, he was born of a woman and he appeared on the earth. But we're not confused. Jesus is a part of the Godhead. Jesus was there in the beginning before anything was made. Amen. And so we can understand that. And now the why the reason I have to emphasize this is if you don't properly understand who Jesus is, then you can never receive the power that believing in Jesus actually gives you. Amen. Come on. If you don't know if he's just the 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 baby in the manger or if he's just, you know, uh, the son of God and we know him like that and all that, if he's just that. 
but you don't understand his connection to the Godhead, then you will not be able to receive the power that is made available to you by believing in him. Because when it starts to come to this belief, the emphasis is going to be put on Jesus. See, because there are some people today, they say, I believe in God. That's all you do. But do you believe in Jesus? Well, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, I don't really believe God has a son, but I be, ain't you, you can't believe in God without believing in Jesus. Your only way to even believe in God is through Jesus. And so we got to understand this power in Jesus. Amen. So all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Next verse. In him was life and the life was the light of men. See in him. Now we're talking about Jesus in him was life and the, and the, the life was the light of men. And Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. Then he even tells us now you're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. How many know when you get Jesus in you, you all lit up. Oh, I, I know that's not proper English, but how many of y'all know, even if you try to hide, any of y'all ever been trying to hide and just, I just today, you know, I just want to be left alone. Today, I'm just going to go in the store. I don't really have no time to be doing. And then you got all of a sudden somebody coming out of nowhere. And now you find yourself, come on, helping somebody. You ever been used by God to help somebody when you had a, you was already struggling. You was in like a bad, you know, you didn't want to help nobody. But then somebody comes along and there you are. Why? Because the light. You didn't put on that old jacket and you're trying to cover up, but you're still beaming. And that's what it is. He's the light of the world. Now we're the light of the world because Jesus is alive in us. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Next verse. And the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. Pastor D just preached that. And the light shines in darkness. Do you know that this is why we know there's still yet hope in this world? See, don't get so caught up on all the things that are going wrong. Everything's so bad. Oh, man. But guess what? There's light. See, there could be a whole bunch of darkness, but all you need is one light. You could flip on a, come on, somebody. How many know you can have a night light and that little night light in your house is going to illuminate a hallway? And so it doesn't have to be this. You know, well, there's so much stuff going. Well, the thing is, people focusing on the darkness, but that's not our job. Our job is to be the light. And so he says, and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. Next verse. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Now he's talking about Jesus. See, so John came. To bear witness, basically preparing y'all. The way y'all going to be connected is coming. This is going to be your way that you can believe. And so he came to bear witness of that light that all men through him might believe. Next verse. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Next verse. Uh, 
That was the true light, which lighted every man that coming into the world. He was in the world. Look at this. And the world was made by him. Now, who else was this? Who y'all? You don't have no problem understanding that's Jesus, right? And yet you'll get some people out there that argue this. They argue with you, say, oh, no, Jesus is not God and all this. You start asking, who's this? He was in the world and the world was made by him. See, God, the father didn't come into the world no other way. But through Jesus, amen. And see, and this is giving us the confidence to believe in the Trinity. He was in the world and the world was made by him. But the world, what? Knew him not. Next verse. He came unto his own and his own received him not. And so this is like he's showing up to the people he created and all the people he created is saying, you're not him. And so they rejected him. And so we could stop right there and we can say, oh, man. You know, God came into the world and, you know, people didn't even receive him. And that's why our world is in the situation it's in and blah, blah, blah. But that's not the full story. Come on, how many know there are a lot of us that did receive him? Oh, come on, somebody. And see, and that's what you need to put your focus on. Like, hold on. They didn't receive him, but I did. They did. And, and then what we need to focus on is, wait, well, what about us that did receive him? Amen. And see, there's stuff that's coming our way, but the enemy, he'll try his best to talk us out of it, be blind to it. And so we don't live any different than somebody that don't even believe. You know, it don't make no sense for you to live the same way that an atheist is living. That atheist rejected your God. You received them, but y'all living the same. That's through ignorance. That's why the church, a lot of times the church don't know they got power over stuff. Because ain't nobody teaching them, amen. They don't know, the church don't know that. They know how to be subject to everything. Listen, the economy might be bad for you, but not me. Oh, you oh, see, I, I, I'm, I'm not subject to that, amen. You, you talking about, oh, we going to come up short? No, we don't come up short. Well, I, I'm living over here now. See, there's a different way. This is that empowerment. What if you knew that? And people start walking around talking about, you know, you better be careful because, you know, this sickness is going around. This is going around. But if you realize, wait, I'm, I'm on something different, what, what would you be saying? So I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. Right. Uh, excuse me, what would you say? No, I said I don't get that. What are you? I'm a Christian. Well, I am too. Uh, well, what are you? What are you saying? I don't believe in God. I'm not really talking about what you're doing. I'm just telling you, I'm not getting that. And see, and the problem is, is the world is pulling us in the same old box, the same old talk. Like, why would you be sitting there talking and complaining about how bad everything is with your, you know, you talking the same talk as your unsaved cousin? They're supposed to have it bad. You're supposed to be exposed to something greater. And that's the difference. And now that's what, remember, when Jesus went around doing things, there was visible change. And he was telling people, don't go tell nobody because he knew they was all going to be flocking to you. We ought to be living in such a way that it is compelling people to flock to our Jesus. Amen. We ought to be living in such a way. You ought to be living your life in such a way that even your unsaved family starts saying, dang, what the man, that's something different about you. They ought to be paying attention to you so much that they want to start 
flocking to your Jesus. Amen. That's what this is about. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But this is powerful right here. Verse 12. But as many as received him, look at your neighbor, say, I received him. Boy, you know, this is this is something that we ought to understand, too. You won't be able to get a hold of this logically. Like if you say, "Okay, I'm going to receive Jesus when it makes sense. You know, when I received Jesus, it didn't make no sense. You start talking all this, you know, but I went to God. I said, God, this don't make no sense at all. And you already know how hard headed I am. I'm not about to listen to somebody tell me what I'm supposed to believe. If this is you, if this is you going to have to show it to me. Boy, but if you do that, man, your life will change. Come on. When you encounter God for yourself on a personal level, can't nobody come up to you tomorrow and say, hey, God ain't real. You say ain't real to you. But it's too late for me. Because I've already experienced. Well, come on, brother. That's just not logical. I know, but I still believe it. And I'm still living my life based on this. Amen. And so, but as many as received him to them, gave he power. Look at your name and say power. So now this is talking about dudamus. This is force capacity. This is an ability. Now, an ability to become like how many of y'all right now? It might be nice and, and maybe, you know, I don't know. But some of y'all might say, I wouldn't mind, you know, becoming like an athlete or something. Especially when you consider the pay. Some of y'all said, I don't want to be no athlete because I'm not trying to do all that practice. But then what if we just talk about the pay? What if you was, you know what I'm saying? What if you was making a million a week? Amen. Anybody here? A million a week? Would you say, <laughs> Okay, Pastor, a, mil- a million a week? I think I can do some. Come on, I think I can post somebody up for a, mil- a million a week. <laughs> but you don't have the power to become that. Now, there might be some younger people listening to me that maybe they have the power to become that. But And now, this is not like being faithless, but let me just help you. You, most, uh, well, let me see. Yeah, we, most of us, except the young ones, we didn't pass our time on that. I'm just saying. Can I get an amen right there? Uh, I'm just, I mean, come on. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to be like, I'm faithless. No, no. You're not about to play no basketball for nobody on no team. You're not about to do it. You're not about to get on. Pastor, I still got it. You ain't got it like that. I'm just being honest. You ain't got it like that. So you don't have the power to become. Well, before Jesus came to the earth, people did not have the power to become. And so they could talk about God all day long, but they didn't have the power to become his son. Because in order for us to be given the power to become, we had to believe in Jesus. And so there was a lot of people looking at God from a distance and through lenses and and but God was so far and so and so what was that? A lot of religious people walking the earth with no power. But now in Jesus, he says, but as many as received him, let's say it again, I received Jesus. Okay, so but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. 
Now this changes everything. They, they don't preach about the sons of God in every church. I've, I've learned that. I don't know why, because this is just John 1. But it seemed like everybody would be preaching about that. Talking about, you know, you, you, what if you just got around some people and said, you know, you're a son of God. If you said that to some people, they say, well, huh? What, what do you mean I'm a son of God? But everybody that's a believer in Jesus, he gave them power to become the sons of God. And so um, even to them that believe on his name. And so you believe on the name of Jesus. Now you've been given power to become a son of God. And this word son is dealing with position and not gender. So this is for males and females. Amen. And so we could say if we want to, well, I'm a daughter of the most high God. Praise the Lord. Amen. As long as you know about the power of sonship, though, you could still call yourself a daughter, but you got to know the power of sonship. Sonship is position and not gender. And so that's a place that God puts you in just because you believe in Jesus. Amen. Have I started talking about heaven yet? Have I started talking about us believing in Jesus so that we can go to heaven? That is important, but the enemy has been very successful in keeping people ignorant to all the other things like becoming a son and sonship and authority and dominion. And he's allowed them to be okay with getting to heaven one day. But as a result of that, we have a lot of powerlessness in the world because the power is assigned to the position. And so we've got to be those people that say, oh, I've I've received him. So now I've been given power to become a son of God because I believe on his name. Now, many reject Jesus, right? They rejected him then and they reject him now. But that's not you. And so you don't need to focus on everybody that's rejected Jesus. You need to focus on those of us that received him. And so if everybody rejected him, but I want to know, but what do I get? Because I didn't reject him. Amen. And and don't you hate when uh, people chastise the whole group for a couple people? You know what I'm saying? They chastise the whole group. It's like a team, right? The coach is mad at the team, but not everybody messed up. They say, you guys are just lazy. And then there are some people in there saying, man, I ain't missed one practice. I've been working hard. Well, that's because people tend to put an emphasis on the negative and they blanket everything. Well, we don't need to do that. We need to focus on the positives. What do I get? Because I said yes to this and yes, I believe. So I have been given the power to become something I could have never become on my own. I've been given the power to become a son. And now I want to know what comes with that. Amen. How many know there's benefits and privileges that come with your sonship? And so... If you say, I'm a son, it's just like, you know, you have, if you're, you have children yourself. Well, my son, my grandson, they got access to some of my stuff that maybe you don't. Oh, my pastor, but you know, we love you too. 
And I love you, but you don't get the same stuff they get. <laughs> Amen. That's just like the world. They try to say, well, you know, God loves everybody. And he knows that, the, you know, this man over here, the, he may believe a certain way and this. But it's really all. No, it's not. Ain't no all roads. It's one way. It's one way. Amen. And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man comes unto the father but by me. And now you ain't getting in there through no other door. Now, if you believe him and you become a son, then you have to understand, well, what are the benefits and the privileges? What are see what I found in my walk with the Lord is more people talk about the devil and what he's doing. than they talk about what God is doing and the benefits. And what if we just walking around here talking about I'm just blessed of the Lord. The devil can't touch me. The devil can't stop me. I mean, the thing that attracted me to my pastor is my wife played. Uh, him on uh, TV or something. And he said, I'm so anointed dogs don't even pee on my lawn. I said, man, I need to get a hold of that. <laughs> I mean, no, that sounds pretty good. You said, huh? But that's not common, but it caught my attention. And I'll tell you what got a hold of me is I started reading the Bible and I started learning. I, I kind of started to feel empowered. I started feeling like, Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This is what you're saying, God? You're saying that I'm not all like broke down. Just, a, you know what I mean? Just a, I know I messed up. I had a bad life before Christ or whatever. But I started learning like, oh, you mean, wait, hold on. Right. Why don't you say I'm an ambassador? I started learning stuff like that. And then I was going to the church that I was at and they kept telling me I'm just a filthy sinner saved by grace. And I was like, wow, Lord, I was feeling a little more inspired before I went to church today. <laughs> See, I'm coming up out of church, Lord, and I'm feeling I need some sackcloth and ashes. I'm defeated. Let me just go. Ain't no need believing in none big. Just gone. Let me just go on and limp my way back on into the house. I just might as well be just glad I'm saved. Then I get to studying on my own. And God was building me up through his spirit. He said, you're more than a conqueror and you can do this. And the devil is under your feet. And I start getting all pumped up, jacked up, excited about it. Get to church. We're all just filthy sin. Man, that's like, pow, just pop my balloon. Then there came a time where I was like, I got to get up out of this. Amen. And then you want to start to learn about this. How many know it's okay to be empowered? Because it's not something you did. It's what he did. And, and listen, this position of a son was already there before you ever got saved. It was already there. And so what we got to do is learn about, well, what do I get? Since I received that, what does that mean? Now, let's look at this Psalm. I mean, excuse me, this John 112. Let's look back at that. I'm going to read in King James. Well, let's just go right to the Amplified. We already read the King James enough. So it says, but to as many as did receive and welcome him. You see that? This is not about you did enough studies to know about Jesus. A lot of stuff I learned about Jesus came after for me. A lot of stuff that I learned about him came after I said yes to him. Then he started to reveal stuff. But 
I know if I would have tried to study it out, I would have been all confused. But when I received them by faith, then he started to, oh, this is what it is. And it it made sense to me. He says, but as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority. Look at your name say you got authority. Man, let me tell you something. Don't you be letting no devil bully you around. Come on. Can I get an amen up in here? You don't, let, you don't be letting no devil bully you around. Don't be letting no fear come on you and paralyze you and make you think that something is going to turn out some kind of way. You have ch- decided to follow Jesus. Amen. You've decided to connect with the king. And don't dare let the devil try to bring up your past on you. Oh, well, you know, you... Well, you know, you might be quiet because you might want to be quiet because, you know, remember what you used to do. You need to just get bold with it and say, no, I don't remember. And Jesus don't remember either. It's covered. It's under the blood. I got no recollection. Because if you keep remembering, then you'll keep returning. And the actions that you have today will be setting you up for the same stuff that was showing up last time. But if you say, oh, no, I've been redeemed. Amen. I've been washed by the blood. I'm a new creature in Christ. And so whatever I used to be don't matter. Because if you ever think about what you used to be, pretty soon you will disqualify yourself. And you're not going to speak nothing bold because you don't feel worthy. But he says, but as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave The authority, power, privilege, rights. What is that? That means he gave it to you and the devil can't disqualify you. And so all of us that believed, even if we did not, this is so powerful, even if we didn't come from the best place. It don't matter where you came from. Oh, well, pastor, you know, my bloodline was jacked up. So was mine, but I'm glad I got a new one. Amen. I'm just saying, hallelujah. I'm glad that, that, see, I can look forward to some new tendencies. How many of y'all seen some tendencies come through bloodlines? People have a tendency to do things. You have a tendency, it seems like there's a predisposition to be a hothead over in that bloodline. I mean, it seemed like, oh, you know, come on, somebody, that's what, you know, seemed like all of y'all got an attitude in that bloodline. Have you ever met some family where they all kind of, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about even the grandmama was mean. I mean, I'm talking about grandma, it's like grandma was gangster. I mean, she was just hard, like a thug grandma. Grandma was a thug. You know what I mean? Just cut you, man. Cut you with your words and maybe a knife too. (laughs) But then now you see this predisposition and people are, it's going down the bloodline. And then, you know, it's not hard for you to find it out. You say, oh, this person was addicted to drugs. I bet you if you look back, oh man, so was their dad. Oh, man. So was that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff. But then when we understand, I got a new, I got new DNA now. I got a new bloodline. I got something else. And so that's that power, privilege, and right to become. I can become this and the devil can't stop it. The devil can't come to me and say, hey, man, you can't become no son of God because you come up out of this bloodline that has some witchcraft in it. That ain't got nothing to do with me no more. Amen. Because I've been given power 
to become. And then guess what you have the ability to do? You could set a new expectation for all those that come after you. Your kids and grandkids and everybody can live a different way because of the decision that you've made. But you got to be one that receives this. Amen. Power, privilege and right not to live like everyone else. Not to live like everyone else. You don't want to live in this earth like everyone else and just happen to be saved. You want to live in this earth and you want to everybody going to know you say by the way you act. Your expectations and everything. Amen. And so it's this power, privilege and right not to live like everyone else, but to live on a higher level. Look at your name. Say you ready to go up. You ready to go up. You, uh, I'm telling you all what my goal is in this church. I want to have you walking so high that people think you just had a touch. They just say, man, you just, you know, you got your head in the clouds over there. And that's what I want. Amen. That's what I want people to say about you. You know, you just have, you're just not in touch with us down here. You're just walking off on some other stuff and we just don't understand it. And that's what Pastor D said. Darkness won't comprehend this. And, but you walking around, I want you in this place where all you speak is life. What? Oh, that's what wouldn't that be strange? He said, all you speak is life. Any situation. And you have expectations and you don't expect to be sick. Come on. You don't expect to be broke. You don't expect to be depressed. Come on. See, a lot of times I preach like this and people say, oh, but see. Pastor, we all. Get depressed and down. So what do you want me to do? Give you a right to just say, go ahead. Go ahead and close all the blinds. Matter of fact, you want us to get some blackout blinds in here? You want us to I want to play some music, Brother Dan. Can you get us in that melancholy or how they say it? That, that melancholy. How, I can't even say it because I stay away from that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to pronounce that stuff. I'm staying up out of that. Because we have been given power to become sons. And so if I've been given power to become a son, I've been given the power to live on a higher level. And I want to live on this level, not sometimes, but every day. I'm not, I don't want to live like everyone else. I don't want there to be uh, just no difference. I mean, how many know when the demons go looking and they checking in the spirit, if they checking up and down streets, don't you want them to see some different shining at your house? Then your neighbors, you got Jesus. So go to Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58, 14. Isaiah 58, 14. He says, then shalt thy delight, thou delight thyself in the Lord. And look at this. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Look at your name and say, you ready to go up? You ready to go up. Okay, so. I will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And so because of Jesus, we get grafted in and we got that um, blessing coming from Abraham coming right down into our lives, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And so now I can expect to live a different way. And when he says, I will cause you to ride upon the high places, let's back that up. Let's just see what this says. He says, 
Then that's the delight to seven of the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of where? So what is that talking about? Y'all, what do y'all think? This means there's high places in the earth and there's low places in the earth. Amen. Come on. Have y'all ever experienced some different levels in the earth? Come on. Give you, you know, an idea like, um, how many know Skid Row? Hmm? Skid Row ain't in hell, but it's like hell. There's a lot of hellish stuff. Well, would you say that that's a lower place? But then there's a higher place. Amen. Let's just say if we're talking about L.A., we got Skid Row. Then you got Beverly Hills. But it's still on the earth. Well, there's levels that God has for his people that he wants us to experience. And he's saying, I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. And so we got to be of this mindset that I'm going up because God is causing me to ride upon the high places of the earth. Well, if I'm riding upon the high places of the earth, I'm above the low things. I'm above the low things. Now go to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28, 14. Deuteronomy 28, 14. He says, and now, uh, let me see. Yeah. And now shall not go aside. So we know we got to obey God. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded this day to the right and to the left, uh, or actually, and go after other gods and serve them. I meant to say Deuteronomy 28, 13. My bad. 13. And the Lord shall make thee what? What does that mean to you? The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only See that thou should be above only and thou shall not be beneath if you obey God. And so if I obey God, I'm above and I'm walking in the high places of the earth. You know, there's a different attitude and a different mindset depending on where you are. Come on, somebody. You ever been around some people that have somewhat of a poverty mindset? Come on, if you have a poverty, if they have a poverty mindset and you hanging out with them, that thing can get on you. Amen. All of a sudden you were talking about, uh, you know, God starts to educate you and, and, and empower you. You start walking on the high places. Then all of a sudden you have greater expectations. Amen. So you don't feel bad about, you know, having. Come on, somebody. You don't you don't feel bad about having enough money that, you know, oh, we're going to go ahead. and Yeah, get what you want. You know, go ahead and eat that. Come on. You don't feel bad about that. But you start hanging out with the people that's on the low stuff and then all of a sudden that affects you. Even though God has blessed you to live above, now all of a sudden because you're hanging out and then somebody, you spent that much for that? And now you start questioning. Huh? God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. And so now if he's caused me to walk in high places, and now he's blessed me. Why am I up in there? Come on. Getting sticker shocked and complaining about it. Ah, ooh, that's a, what? And you can't even enjoy nothing. And, uh, okay, let me, let me help you with this. If you ever got these people, now, maybe you get something new. Right? It could be a new car, new clothes, new anything. If the first thing they say, 
Because how much you get that for? I'm trying, I'm trying to let you know that's a low, come on. That's a low place. That's a low place reaching out. They didn't say nothing about, ooh, man, that's nice. What? Okay, that looks good. You, man, what? Now, how much you get that for? What that guy? See, that's that low place speaking out. But when you're in a high place, you could see somebody else get something. And how much it costs never came up to you. Amen. Come on. Because honestly, what's that got to do with you? Amen. It, come on. You rolling. You, you flossing. Come on. That's an old word. You flossing. You got something going on. And all of a sudden, I'm asking you how much. I didn't pay for it. It ain't like you trying to come hit me up for a payment next week. So what I should be able to do is say, well, go ahead, man. What? Amen. Damn, you looking good on that. That thing looking good, man. You what? And not even have no thought of what it costs. See, that stuff don't come up to me. It don't come up to my. But when you got that low mindset. You see somebody get something new. And you know what comes with that low mindset, that lower level living? Haterade. They give it, they got an abundance of haterade. I'm talking about they giving, they giving out haterade by the gallons. Somebody always want to complain about what you got going on. And make you feel bad for your prosperity. But you understand, I didn't get this from you anyway. I got this from God. And so I'm going to receive what God has me. And I don't have to apologize. Why you got to apologize for what God's blessed you with? That's see, that's a poverty mindset. But he says, I will cause you to ride upon the high places. Right. As we looked at Isaiah 58, 14, I'm going to cause you to ride upon the high places. Well, why am I riding upon the high places? Because he says he gave me power to become a son. If I believe, well, I believe in Jesus. Well, my auntie believe in Jesus, but she still, you know, she still got a poverty mindset. Well, she might believe something else, but this is what I believe. I'm going on up. And that's the way we keep this mentality in this church. I'm not about to have no poverty uh, mentality in the church. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's one thing people do about churches. Let me just make this announcement. Don't be trying to give stuff away to the church. Come on, man. Don't be talking about, you know, Pansy, I want this couch. No. You don't want the couch. Why we want it? I'm just saying, I just want to donate that. No, you don't want to take out the time to put that somewhere else. Don't give us that, man. If it ain't new. Huh? I just want to donate this to the church. We don't want it. We want some new stuff. Come on, we want some stuff that works. Huh? Can I get an amen right there? We want some stuff that works. I'm not going to have a poverty mindset. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be preaching to y'all, which we've always been doing this. Listen, you got to live as a king. Uh, so and we, even if we got to, okay, we're going to have, I know we're going to have increased finances when we move. I know that comes with the territory, but I'm not going to be up in here. Come on with no uh, 12 offerings trying to shake y'all down. And I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to someone in here right now. 
Just going to give you a minute to listen to him. That's a poverty, man. That's, I, if I got to do that, I'm not riding on high. But if I'm riding on the high places, then I can just say, hey, look here, kings. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have to come up with some, you know, we got to listen. And we, we don't never shake people down for money. We just tell you to get into the kingdom and, and go ahead and obey the kingdom and stuff like that. But I don't believe in doing no bake sales. I'm just telling you right now. I just don't have no, I don't got no anointing for no bake sales, no car wash and all that. Hey, I'm not going to get up and say, hey guys, you know, let's rent us a little car wash so we can do what? You can't even buy a rug with some car wash money. Amen. That ain't enough to do what we need to do. I need kings. I need to just be able to say, look here, kings, this is what we got to do. I'm about to peel off mine. Now, let me, you go ahead and peel yours off. Oh, y'all didn't. See, the pastor always talking about getting people to sow, but he don't sow. Oh, no, I sow. We big givers. We, hey, year after year, we stay at the top. We right up in the top givers. That's how we live. But my point is, I'm not like, I don't believe like, what? If I want to get some new carpet, you mean to tell me I got to come up with a campaign to get some carpet? That means I'm not doing a good job as a preacher because that means I don't even have enough people in our, in my church that can just peel off. Come on. Some of y'all be able to peel it off and don't even blink. That's y'all. That's the D. This is what we do, man. That's how we roll. We're not afraid of money. We, we understand the principles. We're not, we're not tripping on nothing. We just do what God says. And so that's why we've been able to do what we've been able to do all these years. But I'm, I'm, I'm just helping you know the mindset that we have. We're not a charity case. If I got to be a charity case, I'm done preaching. Because everything I'm preaching ain't true. So we'll never be a charity case. Amen. But see, when you walk in Ohio, you have expectations. You say, okay, oh yeah, ain't gonna be no thing. Let me let me just tell you this, you know. And I, we believe in God. We know we're gonna get a nice place. It's gonna be bigger, but you know what that means? How many of y'all know what that means? Oh, wow. Well, see, that's how them elders be thinking. They be knowing about the finances. So some people say, oh, it's big. This is great, wonderful. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. But then some other people be like, dang, that's going to cost some more, huh? (laughs) Oh, oh, really? You mean they don't just have a set price for churches? I mean, can't you just get in another building, just say you're a church and get like a little, you know, government set rent? No, no. You start acquiring more, the money goes up. But what prepares you for that? People that are walking on high. I will cause you to walk in the high places. When I'm walking in the high places, I don't blink at this type of stuff. When I'm walking at the, in the high places, I know it ain't going to be nothing that's going to cause me to be shook up or cause me to pause. 
Every time we have gone up, God has also brought the finances up. That's just what he does. Because we've always been in right standing with God. And so this is a prosperous ministry because we understand what comes with the position. You know what? He gave me the power to become a son. And so guess what? Here's what sons are not broke. See, my voice don't even work right on broke. You know, broke don't even come out of me easily. But sons ain't broke. I'm a son of God. Praise the Lord. But I'm broke, though, but I'm still a son. Man, you must. You're not the right son. And what you got to get a revelation. You say, oh, my daddy owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Come on, somebody. All the silver, all the gold belongs to him. And I'm grafted right up in there. And he takes pleasure in pouring out on me. So I don't lack anything. My God is too good for me to be broke. See, some of y'all mess up your boy to mess up all that religious stuff. You be walking around talking, my God's too good for me to be sick. Pastor, well, everybody deals with, well, I'm telling you there's a better way. And what you want to do is lock into the better way. And say, Lord, I'm I'm willing. You said you're going to cause me to go up. And you said you made me the head not to tell. And you said I'm above only. He didn't say you above and beneath. He says you above only and never beneath. So that means, and you shall not be beneath. So I didn't lifted you up and you ain't going back down. Come on, somebody. That's what he said. I didn't lifted you up and you ain't going back down. See, some of y'all then come up out of some stuff, but God said, and you ain't going back. So don't let the devil trick you and get you to thinking about, well, you know, no, no, no. I lifted you up and you ain't never going back. You never going back down. Amen. You ain't never going back down to that level you used to be on. You ain't never going back. Boy, you you ought to be confident. Say, I'll never be broke another day in my life in the name of Jesus. I never listen. Man, I done been in some places in my life where, man, we trying to, you know, wonder if we can pull it off just to get something small. Well, I ain't never going to be in no place like that ever again in my life. I ain't never about to be in a situation where I'm up in the store price checking to see what I can buy. I'm going up in there and getting what I need and I ain't going to think about it. You know, because that's how it is. When you walk on the high places, when you're in them low places, you're trying to stretch that thing. Ooh, man, we better stretch this out because, you know what I'm saying, I got, it seemed like this month I got more month than I got money. See, we got to get you up out of that. Huh? You don't want to be, huh? I got more month than I got money. No, you, you talking about I got enough money. I, Man, the next three months is already paid for. Amen. I'm just, I'm just moving it. Uh, see, that's where we're going. That's where we at, man. That's where we're going to stay. And all of this because of what? Because you what? You listen to some prosperity preacher and you didn't tapped into something. No, I just believe Jesus. No, well, what does it mean? You just learned about this and that. No, I learned all that. All I read was John 1, 12. He gave me power to become a son. And sons, I learned about sonship, and sons don't ride low. 
Sun's right high. And so I believe in Jesus. And so now I'm riding high. And the devil can't make me go low. He can't do nothing. Amen. I mean, he can't stop you. He can't hurt you, hinder you. And now, just so you have all the ammunition you need against the devil, because he's always going to try to get you, well, what makes you think you're, you know, you just, it ain't about me. Right. It's who I believe in. Right. Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2, 4 through 6, King James. It's about who I believe in. Yes. He says, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins. See that? Even when I was a knucklehead, he quickened me. He quickened us together, what? With Christ. By grace you are saved. And he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And let's look at that Ephesians 2, 6 in the Amplified Classic. And so he has raised me up. He took me from that old dead place where I was living and he raised me up together with him, with Jesus, and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him, giving us equal power, equal authority in the heavenly heavenly sphere. What is that? That's above. So what does that mean? Everything else is beneath me. So I ain't got to worry about no devil because he's under my feet. I ain't got to worry about whatever attack is coming from, wherever it's coming from, it's under my feet because I've been given joint seating with Jesus. And so if it can't take Jesus out, can't take me out. If Jesus says, be gone. Then if I say, come on, somebody, oh, y'all in here with me. Come on. If I say be gone, you got to go. That's what that joint seating is about. That's what that authority is about. So salvation brings kingdom promotion. Amen. I want you to be excited about kingdom promotion. I'm not just saved. I'm living on a higher level. I'm walking with a new mindset. Come on, somebody. Some people used to look at themselves in a different way. You was under the shadow. You didn't have the confidence. You didn't have the courage. But all of a sudden, now you living as a son. Now, all of a sudden, your head is up. Come on, somebody. Your shoulders are back. Come on. Some of y'all then got yourself a little bit of a, a swagger to yourself. You didn't got a little bit of a, you know what I'm saying? You got a little bit of confidence. You seem like you could step up in there, man, and act like you own the spot because you know who you are as a son. But without that, you're intimidated. Amen. People are intimidated. They're intimidated by other people who have false confidence. Well, we don't have false confidence. We have true confidence that comes through our sonship because we know who we are in Christ. That's why I walk like I walk. That's why I talk like I talk. Come on, somebody. That's why I don't apologize because I know. See, with that salvation That brings kingdom promotion. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You guys know this. Second Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. But we're all brand new and everything is of God. And we've been reconciled and we've been made right. Not that I made myself right. He did it. And now because of that, man, I'm living as an ambassador. Now I'm living as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And now you carrying yourself through this earth with confidence. And, you know, you won't apologize for your blessings. 
But you ain't going to tolerate no mess either. Oh, I'm just saying. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, when you, when you didn't have this revelation, maybe you would just accept anything. But now, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, excuse me. I'm a son. Oh, I don't have to accept that. Come on. I don't have to live like that. No, no, no. Because now you got a different revelation. And then as you carry yourself like this, then you start to understand this is not just going to heaven, but this is me living in the earth in a different way, living as an ambassador. And so now I can understand that now I have leveled up. I'm going to close in a minute, but you got to receive this maturity. See, there's a maturity that happens in the life of a believer. First, a believer gets saved and they're just happy to be saved. They're just thankful that they didn't go to hell. But then there's something that happens and you start to see like, wait a minute. Come on. How many of y'all remember when you were a kid? But then how many of y'all remember when you matured? Come on. How many of you would say today your level of maturity is much greater than when you were a kid? Well, that's the way it is in the kingdom. So I give my life to Jesus. I'm supposed to level up. I'm supposed to mature because if I don't. And I'm going to get ready to close. But if I don't do that, even though. I've been given power to become a son, I can still live in the world as a servant. Even though I've been grafted into royalty and to live this kingdom lifestyle. If I don't level up and if I don't mature, then I still will live as a servant. Galatians 4, I think it's just, there's a few verses there, but I'm just going to hit a couple because I want to close out in prayer. But uh, Galatians 4, 1. Galatians 4, 1. And then we'll we'll get that and then I'm I'm going to just, and what I'm going to keep doing over here is speaking life over you guys. Amen. Y'all okay with that? I'm a man. I'm going to speak life on you, man. I'm talking about how about we just start doing that? Just, Amen. you know, let some people going to think, man, you're just like overly optimistic. I mean, it just seems like oh, you don't have to be so cheery. Yes, I do. Amen. I'm a son of God and so are you. And so we're going to be just helping each other walk on high, helping each other walk on high. Even listen, even if you don't know what's going on in your brother or sister's life. You still got the power to speak over them. Come on, somebody. You said, I, I, man, I dare you to start walking. Around. Man, you look at you walking around here like a king. Go ahead with yourself. Amen. You know what I mean? And then they might feel like, wow, I was feeling a little down today. But all they need to do is get around you. And you're going to start prophesying on them. Come on. You start speaking on them. Just start. Come on, somebody. You start raising up and you start causing that giant that's on the inside of them to come alive. This is what we should be doing. Instead of talking about everything on the news, we ought to be speaking the book. Everything I'm speaking to you. Guess what? This ain't breaking news. This been here the whole time. It's just a matter of what we focus on. She says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. And so what this is meaning is we're going to mature. We're going to rise up. And now as I believe in God, I start to grow. I start to elevate. And now 
He says, I'm Lord of all, but then I say I'm Lord of all. Amen. You know, God can say one thing about you, but now you got to agree with God. And you're going to say, Lord, I don't really feel like I'm Lord of all, but if that's what you said, that's what I am. I'm Lord of all. And let me carry myself around here as though I'm Lord of all. Amen. Let me just carry myself around here like I'm a king. We shall reign as kings in the earth. And so you got a power inside of you to prevail and to overcome any opposition that could come your way. And you're going to have victory faster because you've realized that you're walking high now. And so we're not walking. My pastor used to say, uh, don't be walking around with lower level devils. (laughs) Amen. That's what he used to say. And so I ain't walking around with these low folks no more. You love your family, love everybody, but don't let nobody pull you down. Come on, you love them all, but don't let them pull you down. Come on, don't let them to get you to start talking that old talk. You know what you're supposed to be talking about. All the best is yet ahead for me and my family. Come on. Y'all be talking about, man, I feel like my money. It seems like my money's going up today or something. I just maybe I ought to check my account because it seems like the money's. uh, Huh? See, when you're walking high as a son, all you got to do is walk. And you're walking. Y'all ready for this? Your walking demands provision. Come on. Your walking demands increase. Come on. You don't have to figure out where to walk. You just got to walk as a son. And now your walking is going to demand. That's why every time you level up, God's going to bring the money up because this is how the kingdom works. Amen. Praise God. Let's close in prayer. Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus that you gave us power to become sons. We're not just going to live our Christian experience just like everyone else. We don't have to be broke down. We don't have to be depressed, oppressed, defeated. We have been given victory because of our decision to believe in Jesus. Maybe you're watching this right now and and maybe you have not made that decision. To receive Jesus. But if you do, I'm telling you right now, and I'm a person that is living proof of this. Your life will change. Your mindset will change. Your experiences will change. But you got to say yes to him. Church, let's repeat this prayer so that anyone who hears this message will know how to receive Jesus as Lord. Repeat after me. Jesus, please forgive me. For all of my sins, I commit my life into your hands. This day, I am saved. Do with me as you please and fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap for the Lord. Amen. Praise God.